Hello and welcome to another episode of Simon Says Let's Talk Business on Business Radio X. I'm your host, Al Simon, with Sandler Training. And excited today, I've got two outstanding businesswomen who I very, very much respect on the show today. So we have Alexandra Radford with the Edge Agency. Welcome, Alex. Thank you. And Joyce Bone with Anxiety Free Selling. Hi, Joyce. Hi, Al. Great to be here. It is going to be a good one. So we're going to talk selling. We're going to talk marketing. We're going to talk about business and how to do it better. And uh, so we'll uh, also, after we have our talk with Alex and Joyce, we'll spend a couple of minutes talking about pure Sandler selling techniques. And I know everybody's ready for that. Hey, come on, right? Yes. Huh? It's good stuff. Yeah. Okay. Very good. So again, this is uh, let's. This is Simon says. Let's talk business on Business Radio X, and um, I'm your host, Al Simon, and our first guest, Alexandra Radford, with the Edge Agency. Alex, you're the you're one of the partners, the owners of the agency. I am. Yeah. I am. I have a business partner, Lauren Tatum. Yes. We own it together. For how long now? Um, well, I owned an agency for about four years, um, and then she owned a business of her own as well. We came together and merged about two years ago, maybe going into our third year now. Okay, excellent. Yeah. Now, you said agency, so obviously you, you do some kind of marketing strategy and brand yes. building and stuff, right? Why don't you yes. give us an idea of what it is you do? Yes. So um, we do a lot under the marketing umbrella what we don't do is seo we don't do hardcore digital advertising that's just that tech world is not our wheelhouse our favorite thing is the creative side so our tagline is breathing creative life into your business so um, if we could choose our ideal client it would be somebody probably who um, does not have any foundation to their business as far as um, logo, brand, you know, no graphics. So we like to create that from the bottom up, just yes. um, learning a lot about your business and really working through those foundational pieces and using psychology and a um, few other things just as it all ties together to really come up with a beautiful brand. So that's interesting. So don't most businesses really have some of that already or is it, are they unhappy with it or just don't think it through or? So, well, yes, um, to all of that, a lot of companies do already have it um, and if that's the case we do more of your ongoing marketing so anything mm -hmm. that your current logo and brand that's established would go on if it's a flyer or a billboard or your website you know anything going forward or event planning we do everything to keep it consistent um, from there on but yeah we do have a lot of people who come to us who they you know maybe paid um, not a ton of money to, you know, have a college student put a website together for them. It's cheap. It's it could quick. Could have been their son or their daughter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that mm. when you're new and you're you have a small budget. It's just kind of what you do in that mm. season. But um, we definitely have had people skip the branding piece and just go straight into their website. And then when they come to us for the branding piece, they realize my website's all wrong. Like this doesn't reflect me well, and this isn't attracting the audience I want to attract. So they realize, oh, that was a waste of money. Um, so we try to educate people when they come to us um, just on the importance of really doing a strong branding session first, yes. whether they work with us or not. Now, you mentioned psychology. How does mm -hmm. psychology come into the equation? So, um, you know, colors pull emotions. 
so, you know, McDonald's arches are yellow because it's a happy place and they have happy meals and they, you know, that's their brand. That's the message that they want to portray about themselves. Um, that's why their um, brand has been so strong over the years. So we sit down and do a really in-depth analysis on um, the business owner and also their target audience and mm-hmm. kind of try to find this meeting place of what one of them is offering and what the need is and where that meets. And so we're listening for keywords and we do a couple fun exercises. So at the end, we're writing down, you know, keywords, if it's motivating factors or, um, you know, just characteristics about the business owner. And then in the end, these words are in a list and it pulls certain colors. So in the end, you may have pulled 10 reds and um, six yellows, let's just say. Um, but your previous logo is blue. It's like, oh, you might you might want to change that or tweak that or mm-hmm. rework that because it's not an accurate reflection of who you are and who you're trying to attract. I can assure you we didn't do that. So, so we, I'm <laughs> curious now because you got me going here. So with Sandler, we're, we're blue, mm-hmm. black, and gold. I wonder what okay. that says about us. Okay. <laughs> so blue um, is w- one of the most common colors in logos period Um, because it signifies you know trust and stability and safety and um, most companies you know want that to be part of their message okay Um, so that's very common and if you pull those colors then that's good if that is truly you know what you're going for is trust and um, then that's good a lot of doctor's offices have blue Um, so and then you said gold Yes, we have a gold and a black. Um, okay, so um, I'm not making black I'm on the is spot power. <laughs> I think black is power. I don't do all the all of the like mood boards and brand boards mm-hmm. anymore. But black has to do with power, which is good. You know, you got this is like sales training. The gold I think is um, stems from yellows and oranges, which have very happy, happy, positive. Um, okay, well, I'm like, where you know. you're going with this? Yeah, yeah and we so. have gold in ours as well. Do There's you? like a, you know, like a a luxury to it as well. well. I'm feeling better about this. We got yeah. gold, you know, we got the trust, we got the power, we got the happiness. Yeah, yeah. you got it all there. Got good things going on here. <laughs> okay. So you and Lauren and some others, you've got a team of mm-hmm. what? Um, we have a team of six at the moment, including okay. our summer intern. And how do you find these creative people? Oh, that's a great question. Um, well, honestly, it's been through our current connections and sphere of influences and people that we know. Um, you know, one of the girls on our team was a friend of mine before, um, and she just was looking for something in marketing, and I was trying to make connections for her. And then finally, my business partner had this light bulb moment like, why doesn't she just come work for us? And I was like, oh, that's a great idea. So we're doing it. Um, and then another was someone we had worked. Um, she actually worked for a client of ours. Um, she made a change, and um, our intern is a FIMU. I think at Kennesaw. And so one of the girls who works for us is really heavily involved with FIMU leadership sororities greek life um so she she's the one who referred her and so you really look for the strengths in people and then fit them into your business is that right is that how you do it yes yes that's the goal um you know i'm sure we've all had positions where maybe we weren't in the best position for us and we dreaded Mm -hmm. going to work and part of the thing about our culture that we are trying to create is just like we never want anyone to dread mondays we don't want people to feel like 
they hate going to work. Like if you don't love what you're doing, like that's not good. We don't, yes. we don't want to put you in a position you hate doing Yes. at all. So, um, yeah, the whole, that whole TGIF thing. I just don't like it. The, yeah. the idea that you're waiting for the week to end. Yeah. 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 So, and most of the girls on our team, they're like excited to work and they, you know, they'll get up early because, you know, we work from home sometimes. We have an office, but a fair amount of time, half the week, people may be working for remotely or whatever. And they get up and they're just excited to get started. And it's because they're in roles that are suited to their strengths, yeah. whether it's the creative side or the sales side of just dealing with people and networking, what they're doing, you know, they thrive off of. So you've, you've talked about how you get your clients to thrive based on working off their culture. Mm-hmm. And you do the same thing. You, you practice what you preach, don't you? Because mm-hmm. you're, you have this culture of making sure that your team members are thriving, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You, you have using their strengths and, 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 and using uh, the creativity to make it so that it's fun and mm-hmm. everybody enjoys working yes. together. Is that, yes. is that good for the team, too, I mean, in terms of how effective the team is? Um, that they're enjoying what they're doing. Right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, we put them in a role that, you know, fits with their strengths. And then I think the other piece of it is just um, a lot of communication. We want them to always feel like they can come to us. Their ideas Mm. are welcome. Like, we want their ideas. We don't ever want people to be, like, afraid to ask a question. Like, there's none of that with us. Um, And so, of course, part of our, you know, the clients we like to work with are like-minded business owners. You know, we prefer to work with people who work similarly to us in that way. Um, and so many times there'll be that similarity. Makes life an awful lot easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Brings work with in people the, you want to work with. That's right. Brings in the, the yellows and the golds, the joy of it yes. all. They're very yes. good. Yeah. Lots of laughter when you're working with the right people. It makes it fun. Yes. Now, I bet yeah. your clients really feed off that too, don't they? They do. They yeah. do. Yeah. Lauren and I together are our dynamic together I feel like just we're very different so there's something for everyone and so lots of times when we meet with clients I mean we're all just laughing or goofing around and a lot of them handful of them have really become like more like family like we feel like they're an extension of our team like of course they don't work for us and we don't work for them but we feel like oh we know they're not going anywhere and we would never want to lose them you know so those Excellent. are the best and they're fun and we end up asking them advice on just other things personal things yes. business just some good relationships a, a healthy organization yeah very good yeah now you're not uh, new neither one of you two are new to podcasting right you got a podcast of your own mm-hmm. tell us about that yeah it's called take the edge off um, my company is called the edge agency so we want it to be a relaxed environment for business owners to tell their stories so that we can learn other business owners can learn from these past experiences so we keep it really light you know we drink wine and we try to just keep it very like tell us the good the bad the ugly where did you learn where did you fail where are you thriving what advice would you give um and it's been really fun like our guests just love doing it it's fun being on the other side today (laughs) her podcast sounds a lot more fun than mine (laughs) is that because of the wine part yeah exactly (laughs) i do mine in the morning so you know don't don't think that's the best time for wine (laughs) hey is there a bad time (laughs) (laughs) so we'll make sure that our listeners know how to go find that podcast that'd be good and of course find you um uh as well 
you're also um, you've got some kind of a program called Marketing Matters. Marketing mm -hmm. Matters subscription. Yes. What is yes. that all about? Yes, um, Marketing Matters is a subscription program that we came up with to really to educate the mm. people that we're working with. Um, uh, so each month there's a, I keep calling it a webinar, it's a, it's a video, um, and it's done by an expert speaker on a certain topic. So, okay. you know, SEO is not our wheelhouse. So we may have someone come in and talk about SEO, or we may talk about branding, which is our wheelhouse, or it may be sales, or all these different areas. That's, um, and the content is really good, deep, like media information. So they get that, and they also get a newsletter kind of with tips and tricks and like tangible things they can take with them in the business world or whether it's in sales or operations. But the kicker is that they get a one-on-one -on -one consultation every month with either me or my business partner. Um, and that's for a hundred dollars a month. They get all of that. Um, and they can that's spend a deal. Yeah. You know, we have a lot of people who come to us and they're like, I need marketing, but I don't know where to start. I'm not ready to dump a bunch of money they're in more of like a pre-venture or a brainstorming phase and they just really need guidance and direction um so we've got that as an option for people who want to use it so that's good but you need to raise your pricing you're not the only person who's told us that yes so but guess you better sign up now before the price goes up <laughs> yeah, that's a good sales, sales technique right buy now yeah. price goes up on monday Oh my goodness, that's one of those fingernails on the chalkboard type yeah. things to me to hear that, you know, price goes up on Monday yeah. kind of talk, but yeah, <laughs> but truly you're given a great service for a very yeah. low investment. Yeah, you're getting a lot and you're getting an hour of our time and we'll meet in person or via Zoom or a conference call and mm -hmm. just try to really be as much of a resource and give as much value in that time as we can. Okay. So. Okay, so once again, this is Al Simon with Sander Training by Simon Inc. on this show, Simon Says, Let's Talk Business on Business Radio X. And we've been talking with Alex Radford with the Edge Agency. And Alex, if our listeners want to get a hold of you, mm -hmm. I know you've got your website, right? What's the best, is that the best yes. way to get a hold of you? Yes, our website is www.theedgeagency.net. It has so much information about us. It includes our podcast link, our blog, our social media, um, our story services, you can find a lot of information about us there. And the podcast is Take the Edge Off on Spotify and I think Apple, Apple, okay. iTunes. But all that's on the, mar on the it's website. It's all on the website, yep. And the website is www.theedgeagency.net. Yes. And it's also going to be on the Radio X website so people can get it there as well. Thank you so much. Thank you. That's, it's awesome. The Edge Agency, y'all do great work, and I know your clients are thrilled. Thank you, thank you. We hope so. Yeah, so I'm sure they are. Okay, Joyce. Al. Joyce is also a, a, a podcast veteran and an author, right? That is correct. I am. And we met how many years ago? I don't know. 1,010 years ago. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, it's been a while. And we don't look a day over a thousand. Uh, we, we look are, fa we fantastic. Are, we're right in and there, that's yeah. why we're on radio here. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah, I've been told before I have a face for radio. Uh, the that's old an joke. old one, <laughs> but I'm bump. Yes. Joyce Bone, the owner and CEO of Anxiety Free Selling. Tell us about that. What is Anxiety Free Selling? Why do you do it? 
Well, I kind of got into it after sitting through a sales training myself and listening to another participant ex explain why she would not be willing to make phone calls. And the, the sales trainer stopped her dead in her tracks and was like, well, why not? Well, I hate it when people call me at home. I hang up on people when they call me at home. I'll curse them out. <laughs> and he, he said, well, with all the people that are in the world, do you think that perhaps there are some that actually enjoy getting a phone call? And do you believe in your service and the quality of what you do? Well, absolutely. Well, then you're denying them the opportunity to work with you because of your self-limiting belief. And I thought, you know, ding, ding, ding. There's a pain point right there for salespeople. Yes. And uh, I would like, I'm big into mindset. I'm like, yes. I am totally into mindset. So I thought, well, that'd be fun. And then uh, my young, one of my sons has anxiety. So I thought, well, it'd be cool to like kind of combine these worlds where I could be educating myself and helping other people and uh, sharing what I know about mindset with them to help them grow. It's interesting because Alex talked about about psychology and helping to understand your brand and build off that and uh, and work with that and, and, and get things better mm -hmm. right and and you're talking about belief which is of course very psychological in nature and at Sandler we have our, our three points of our success triangle one of which is is called attitude which is very much rooted in whole belief systems and mindsets and um, and the world of psychology in fact I've often thought if I could do it all over again I would go back and get a degree in psychology. Me too. I was going to yeah. get a degree in psychology, but all yeah. my friends were getting psychology degrees. So, of course, I've always kind of been like that. Like, yeah. if everybody's going left, I'm going right. It's yes. just my nature. Yes. So I ended up getting a communications degree, which I use all the time, there like right now. A lot better than my industrial management degree, which I almost never use. How's that? <laughs> well, it sounds impressive. Yes, but I know based on what I do and, and listen to you talk that, that the, the sales professional's mindset is everything in terms of their ability to perform, to produce, to handle that constant pressure to perform that never goes away from the sales profession. Mm -hmm. So what you're doing is great work. Well, thank you. And it is a pain point that just about every salesperson has. Exactly. And I've yeah. had people say, well, you're not anxious. What, what are you doing this for? You know, yeah. and I, I said, of course, I'm anxious at times. I just work myself through it. Yes. I always say, if you've never had call reluctance, you haven't made enough calls. <laughs> Everybody gets call reluctance. Of course. It's just how you deal with it. Exactly. That yeah. Very good. So why do you think that happens? I mean, you mentioned, you know, the the, the person that, that kind of got you thinking about this didn't want to make calls because she herself hangs up on salespeople. Um, and uh, I know that, that other people just really don't want to do the hard work. They don't want to go out there and make something happen from nothing in terms of starting conversations. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people hide behind email and, and mm -hmm. um, you know, maybe just click around on LinkedIn forever and, and, <laughs> and then, you know, maybe, maybe make a call. I mean, what in the world's going on here? Well, I, let's face it. Sales is a grind a lot of times. Yeah. And it's also extremely transparent. I, I can't think of, well, except for maybe an ER doctor it, with a critical patient of life and death, that, that there's not a whole lot more that's more transparent than yeah. selling because someone's going to know if you're sucking or not. So yeah. it's like if you don't make those calls, you're either not going to get paid and you're going to starve and have skinny kids or <laughs> <laughs> or your boss is going to be like, what's up? 
you're going to be fired. So, I mean, that's a lot of pressure. And the thing I love about sales is it's, it is transparent and it's one of those occupations where you have to work as hard on yourself as you do your profession in order to excel at it. So I think that's why the anxiety, the underlying anxiety is there, but I also think that they get anxious because maybe they're not prepared you know maybe they went on a podcast and drank too much wine and hung over <laughs> yeah. or maybe they're uh alex did say a little wine. The, a little. Say a little wine <laughs> see, but, see i'd have a lot though so yeah. that would be the problem so uh so or you know for whatever reason they didn't prepare in advance of going in to see the client so All that right. can create anxiety um there's a lot of reasons why or it can be those self-limiting beliefs like call reluctance is a real real thing and and if that's part of your job that you don't like then you're just going to always have that you're either going to have to deal with it or you're going to have to find another profession exactly yeah. you kind of get fleshed out pretty quick in this yes. this field and i think i think the first step really is to realize it's normal the anxiety mm-hmm. is normal mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. yeah well you know a lot about my story you know I, you, you mentioned you really you know it's transparent you really can't hide but i did hide for most of my 24 year old year uh corporate sales career because i had a great territory uh, and I had clients that were just ordering, and the phone was ringing, and somehow I got it into my head that I was really good at my job because I was putting up numbers. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I had the aha moment at age 44, I guess, 43, 44, that I was not a professional salesperson. I was an order taker. Mm-hmm. And I had to make that decision. What am I going to do about that? Those are the best jobs, though. Not kidding. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Yeah, I know. It was a good job, but, yeah. it, but it was also delusional. Yeah, it's yes. absolutely delusional. Well, yeah. it, it, when the economy hits the skids, that's when you really know where yeah. you, who's really good at what they do and who's not. Because if you're not, the, all the business dries up. Right. And you got to go get it. And I see people all the time. I'm sure you do too. And what you in what in what you're doing, and I see folks that are that are that version of me, and and they don't know. They don't realize uh, that they're just not a professional, mm-hmm. and and that they need to deal with some stuff and, and get into their own head. One of my colleagues calls it rewiring the neurons. Right, you have to open up the head and go in there and rewire the neurons. Well, that's <laughs> a, there's a lot of truth to that, yeah. and that's why using affirmations is uh, very strong. And I use affirmations yeah. when, like, when I'm on the treadmill, and because you're elevated, your energy, and it really connects with your neurons when you've got that yes. going on so your your friends right yes and then affirmations as opposed to saying i'm really bad at this really bad at that uh you can do an affirmation that says i'm going to be good at or you can use an affirmation that says i am really good at working on these things you mentioned pre-call planning we're actually going to do pre-call planning in our next class and i'm excited about it because most salespeople don't yeah you want to hear you one of my affirmations i do well, what do you got I am a rock star. I gave birth to 650 pounds worth of humans. <laughs> I educated and kept them alive to become amazing men. I took a company public on NASDAQ. I made my first million by 29. I got my MBA. I ran a marathon. I went skydiving. I've walked 200 miles on the AT and faced down two bears. I can do anything I set my mind to. Anything. The way always reveals itself to me. I built lasting empires. Awesome. You faced down two bears, really? Yes, I have. Is that a story you can tell? 
Oh, well, it was me running. No, I'm only kidding. You never yeah. run from bears. Yeah, <laughs> you heard, you yeah. walk away. Yeah. But uh, yeah, on the Appalachian Trail, you're going to run into bears and you just got to be ready to to wow. deal with it. So and then when I was little, I we ran into some bears and I had this fear of it. I love facing down fears. Yes. Uh, and that's a big thing I've done all my whole life. And so I decided I was going to start backpacking and overcome my fear of like sleeping in a tent, being outdoors. And now I, I love it. I enjoy it. So is that a glimpse into what you do with salespeople who do have these anxieties? Mm-hmm. How do you get them to face that? Well, uh, with baby steps, right? It starts with the mindset and you just keep building. You keep building. So when I started backpacking, I went out for one night and uh, then I went home <laughs> and then I yeah. went out for two nights and you know now I go four or five nights at a time. Baby so steps. it's kind of baby steps. Yes. And it boils down to mindset. What you tell yourself at the end of the day, that's that's it. Yes. That's the bottom line. What are you telling yourself? And if you're not. <laughs> If you're saying, oh, I suck at sales or, oh, that guy's going to say no. Well, guess what? That's the energy you're working in and that's what's going to happen. Yes. If you fill your brain with negative thoughts, guess what's going to happen? Yeah. So now my new thing with bears is I don't see bears. (laughs) (laughs) I no longer, bears no longer want to be around me. Yes. So I'm going to see if that works. So you've been sewing a long time. We won't won't talk about how long you've been sewing because, by the way, I've been sewing longer. I'm positive of it, but we're not going to talk about that either. But how did you get into sales? You just said something about a frog oh, to me earlier. Oh, well, yeah. When I was, my first sales gig, I was five years old. I was walking around the block and I saw this field full of frogs jumping around. And I thought, oh, wow, I've never seen so many. I mean, there was thousands of them. So I went home and I got a shoebox out of my mom's closet. And I got my three-year-old brother to come along with me, and we scooped up these frogs in the box. And I went door to door selling them to the neighbors as being good for their garden. And uh, so I sold the big ones for a quarter and the little ones for a dime. And I sold out like lickety split because it was good for their gardens. <laughs> That's right. Good. Don't don't use pesticides and chemicals. Use frogs. So uh, that was my very first sales job. And then I didn't. I just. I guess I always had a knack for it. Uh, when I was in high school, I sold the most donuts for the Latin club, uh, which was pretty much mortifying for me. I only did it to try to get my grade up. But uh, I just always seemed to be willing to ask people to if I had something that I was selling. I, it just didn't bother me. I'd be like, would you like this? And yes. so then I got older and um, I went into sales because I knew I could not sit in an office. I thought if this when I graduated college, I thought if this is it hang me now (laughs) like I cannot do 40 years of this so I was always the first to volunteer to go to you know Costco to do the soda run or whatever so I thought well in sales you get to leave so I'm gonna go into sales and I did good idea Mm -hmm. so once again this is Al Simon with Sandler training by Simon Inc and the show is Simon says let's talk business and we're uh, we have two wonderful guests today Alex Radford with the edge agency and Joyce bone with anxiety free selling and Joyce I want to I want to change gears a little bit here with you because you've been talking about salespeople and anxieties they have but you also work with business owners who wear multiple hats right correct and how do you do that what what is it that they face that you help them with productivity mostly uh, because they wear all those different hats they have to segment them their day and learn how to master it so I teach them things like time blocking um, I also teach proactive versus reactive time. So for me, 
I get up at 5, 5.30 in the morning, and then I usually don't take outside appointments until at least lunchtime or after lunch, and that becomes my reactive time. So that leaves my morning open to do the things that 80, you know, 80, 20, the 20% that drives the needle for my business. And right. so that's, that's the time blocking time really. Um, so I teach them that and, uh, discipline because you, me, Alex, we can all say, oh man, I got to take care of that piece of business. They're going to hound me. I, there's so, there's a thousand reasons why you can't prospect. And there are a lot of them are valid, but the reality is you have to prospect. So you have to get that discipline. I knew a, uh, a realtor. She was well into her 60s, top performer her whole career. Just She would come in every morning, 9 a.m., just pound those phones for two hours, even though she was you know, diamond platinum status. She just came in like clockwork, and that's why she was successful. So you can either have excuses or you can have success. It's up to you. So the discipline and the time blocking are huge. A lot of my clients, though, continue to do the excuses, and they say, oh, my, my biggest client called me. They needed me to put out a fire, blah, 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 blah. And at the end of the day, it's like, oh, where'd the day go? It got away from me. I'm sure you, you see that all the time yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, now it's time for a time journal. And you yeah. write down how you spent your time. Yes. And you think about 80-20, the Pareto principle. You get 80% uh, yes. of your results from 20% of your actions. Identify those in advance so that when the time comes, you don't push them off. You're like, yeah, I need to do that, but I already have that business. So even though the phone might ring or I might get an email, it may feel physically uncomfortable for me. I know that my 20% is picking up that phone or, or you know, going to see somebody, whatever the case is, and have that in advance of needing it so that when the pressure comes, you know, okay, yes. I know, but I have to do my 20%. And you have to keep the sales funnel full or, or you're at the mercy of those clients because you don't have enough clients. You have to kiss their booties, right? So it's like, do you want to be at the beck and call of, clients or do you want to have so many that if someone's acting up that maybe they're not the best fit for your business yes we have a sander rule that says you don't have to like prospecting you just have to do it <laughs> bam yes yeah, and it's true said it it's true that's yeah, it you can't not do that so joyce if, if our listeners wanted to get a hold of you and i'm sure they do how would they best do it well they can go to my website joycebone.com and all the information's there uh, they, I have a 90-day sprint if they're interested in getting that to kind of help create their next quarter of success. by They could text me, text BONE, B-O-N-E, to 444-999 in order to get a copy of that. Or just go to the website and reach out. Okay, so what was that text again? 444-999, and then you keyword BONE. A keyword BONE. Okay, mm -hmm. Joyce BONE, J-O-Y-C-E. B-O-N-E dot com is the website. Awesome. <laughs> Great to have you two with us. Well, it was Thank fun. You. Yeah, good stuff. Alex Radford with the Edge Agency. Awesome marketing, branding, and Joyce Bone with Anxiety Free Selling. Working with anxieties and mindsets of sales professionals and business owners. Terrific stuff. Terrific. So we're going to finish the, the, uh, the podcast today with a little tip from me, Sandler Training. We're going to talk about a little bit of a different topic. We've been talking about mindsets. We've been 
We've been talking about branding uh, uh, today. And, uh, and I mentioned earlier the, the, uh, the success triangles that we at Sandler work on, which includes attitude, behavior, and technique. And I'm going to talk about an, uh, a concept from the, that, that technique part of the triangle. I see so many sales professionals these days who email out their proposals, their quotes, their pricing, um, either because they have this, you know, I want to crank it out kind of mindset, get a bunch of quotes out there, or because the prospect asked them to write it up and send it over, uh, or whatever the reason is, as soon as you send it out, send out your pricing, send out your quote or your proposal uh, through email, you have lost control of that conversation, that sales conversation, because you don't know what they're going to do with it. You know, they could not even glance at it and delete it. They could show it to the incumbent provider who they were going to stay with anyway. Uh, but it's renewal time, and they wanted the price to go down, right? So they use you as leverage, or or they show it to a competitor of yours, uh, or they just think they got your your solution, and so they don't need to talk to you anymore. So they do, they don't answer your emails and, and your and your uh, voicemails. So you lose control as soon as you email out proposals, quotes, and um, and the like. Don't do it that way. You know, just you know, gently but firmly guide your prospects into here's the way we do this. And, and in fact, the key phrase that we teach our clients is, "Oh, you want pricing? Certainly. Here's the process we use to get you that information." And then you lay out the the process that you're using so that you can ask more questions, you can have a one-on-one -on -one conversation, you can talk to other people involved in the decision and get their take on it, and then you sit together. Uh, with the decision makers and you walk it through so you could have it on paper sure you can have it on a screen sure but you're but live you're doing it with them you're not just sending it out and hoping that you can get back in touch with them later and that's a key uh, key way of doing it so you can do it face to face you can do it through a video call you can even do it through an audio call just don't hit send on that proposal until they're on the phone <laughs> and then you can do it and it works just fine and don't uh, don't email stuff out so you business owners out there you vice presidents of sales don't let your people crank out proposals and just, and just email them out. It does not work. <laughs> and this is Al Simon with Simon Says Let's Talk Business. And this was today's show on Business Radio X. Thanks, Alex. Thanks, Joyce. Thanks, Thank Al. Thank you. Let's rock it.